Thank you. Namaste, everyone. Very, uh, what to say, very nice to be here. So, um, we're here for just today and tomorrow. And I'm very happy to meet you. I want to see what's going on here. <laughs> and also, I mean, uh, okay. For myself, the thing is that um, the, always the opportunity to find or to see or to meet with anyone who have a yearning, have a sense of what uh, truth is, maybe you've had some experiences, you want to ask some questions about this, very good, somebody's put their hands up. And um, I feel uh, that timing, grace, uh, earnestness within the seeker must produce some miracle. Miracle meaning, uh, in my case, what I mean by miracle, uh, greatest of all miracles, I would say, is for someone to come to a total irrefutable clarity uh, and a direct proof of themselves. And not merely only as a glimpse or an experience that comes and go, but something more is possible. Now, awakening to the truth may be presented like some kind of event, because someone may feel, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. I didn't realize you know, it was so simple. And that, in many cases, uh, we have seen that it feels like an experience that takes place and then Gradually, we're returning back to daily life and so on, which we have to also. We, we have a sense that what we experience is thinning away and we're returning back to the old patterns. And can it be different from this? I feel it can be this. Uh, don't say that each one must wait for, you know, some knock on the head and suddenly everything is... Uh, great forever, but uh, I don't want to limit what can happen. So I'm sitting in a room of miracles. <laughs> You're already a miracle. You are already a miracle. That you exist, that you are here, even if we have not come to a full and uh, profound uh, a realization of what we truly are is still a miracle. You see? And everything is this. All that needs to happen is to somehow recognize uh, the ignorance we've been living under in feeling that, well, I'm just, you know, all I am is an housewife, all I only can do is this and so on. These limitations are not true though largely we deeply believe in them because our collective conditioning support an ego-centered life. But your heart does not support it. And I feel that uh, the opportunity of meeting with each other like this 
is uh, the most beautiful and auspicious encounter for me. We don't meet people so much in social contexts. So Sometimes you're pressed to do that, to meet people like this, and it's fine, it's fine. But to perpetuate that, uh, uh, we don't uh, do that. So I really just wanted to start off like that too, because many, many of you, are, your faces I've seen and uh, like that, you've maybe talked before, and some not. So I'd like to present this as an opportunity to see what can happen if you um, bring bring forward whatever doubts or questions or something. So let's see what happens. So I'll start with you again. You put your hand up. Yeah, uh, the microphone. Yeah. No, just beside you. Just beside you. It's fine. We believe. Hello. Hi. I don't know if I can actually. Can you hear me now? Hear me? Yes, there is a lot of bass. Yes. I'm sitting next to the speaker. I was sitting next to the speaker. Is it okay now? Yes, it's good. Thank you. It's enough. So, uh, uh, really a big surprise for me. Uh, I did not knew that you are here. So, but uh, when you saw me in the basement, in the parking, and uh, you greeted me, uh, like you knew me from long, long time. I mean, uh, that's how you greeted me. Yeah. So, uh, because I did not knew that you are here, I really did not thought about what to ask because I did not know that you are coming. So, I want to say that I am not prepared in any way. It's good. <laughs> you are more prepared than you think. If you, you know, if you manage a good meeting. We came in, we were just coming back. We went out for some lunch and we were coming back. We just arrived and as we were coming out of the car, he was just coming on his bike. And we saw the boom like this, we met. So, yeah, I guess it's, uh, very nice. So, um, uh, I want to uh, treat this as a real opportunity. Uh, I don't know what to ask because I don't know how I am bound. So, you are here. Uh, what we can ask more? Uh, I just want to be free. Yes. Yes. You just said that you you you're surprised that you did not expect. Uh, in fact, nothing that happens in your day is really what you expect. You see, but because we don't give so much importance to it, it's, uh, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, and when you are really empty, meaning of intention and so on, something in you corresponds very, very beautiful with all that is unfolding, not in detail, but in energy, energetically, you know? So I'm fine that you say, ah, oh, I didn't come prepared, I didn't know that you were here, uh, but uh, life presents it like this, and uh, you want to make use of opportunity, I think as you said like that, to um, finish, finish it off what you say, you want to make use of this opportunity. You said you don't know in what way you are bound. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, I would say, in no way are you wrong. Now you say something. <laughs> in no way are you wrong, meaning you or we tend to feel naturally, and I understand this, of course. I don't want to play word games. Um, we feel that something is obstructing if you have within your heart an urge to what you have heard of awakening, to, to wake up to the, to the fullness of what you are and, and to, to simply live in this natural state. No? And uh, we are told or something inside feels, you know, but I am not able to reach that. Why? What's happening there for us to, to feel like this and to, to speak like that? Well, it largely is to do with the fact that um, we are not living true to what we are. Not that we know what we are and we are doing it purposefully, but our conditioning collectively is that we are raised in life, in this body, to believe that you are merely what we call a person. You see? And uh, it seems so natural, of course. You know, we talk this man over here and that lady over here and so on like that. And it's so ingrained in our conditioning that, uh, you know, you know, when we refer to you, is that chap over there, is the woman over here and so on. And like, it seems to be enough. And we ourselves, when we, when we are called, you know, uh, Mr. So-and-so, yes, please come here or whatever you're already moving in a certain awareness of yourself, but in a very personal way. So the person, although it is an, a mode or aspect of consciousness, is quite an inhibited state of consciousness. It, 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 it is not your original nature. It is what we may call the constructive identity, although you don't remember constructing it. Or what it really means is that it is in fact a product of our conditioning, belief, and your belief in your identity that you are this body and the conditioning that happened to you in this body. It's a natural, no, no blame about it. That but when we speak to each other, human beings ordinarily just assume that uh, that's what I am. You know, uh, this woman. Say something about yourself. Yes, uh, my name is so and so and so. I'm 28 years old. I studied it. This is what you do when you speak about your body. But what you are, rarely does someone, you know, feel that that is worth speaking about. You, know? you have to meet with someone who is not prepared to accept you at such a lowly representation of yourself. And they're not going to necessarily confront it, but in, in meeting you from the heart, the beginning uh, of a fresh possibility awakens in you. So uh, you said you don't know in what way you're bound. I say from my, from my way of looking, what you are truly is not bound. What we take ourselves to be, that yes, is limited. Uh, and a natural feeling of restrictedness will be there. You may feel that, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I ask you to speak on a bit more about your state or what you take yourself to be, I don't know where you would come to by that. 
But if I said to you, like for me, I don't, I don't see any boundary, I don't see any bondage at all. But as we speak, then I will see how much you, you're showing me of your conditioning and how your mind feels limited to what you want to do. So will you say something? Yeah. Suppose we only have this. It's good actually, we only have today. Uh, I can put it in uh, many different uh, uh, perspectives uh, how I am for, uh, for example, uh, when I am thirst, uh, I need to drink water. I mean, uh, so this is a physical limitation. Uh, when I am hungry, uh, then, uh, uh, my body is not feeling good, then I suffer it. Uh, similarly, uh, more stronger than or uh, more impactful is this uh, mental um, bondage, uh, which I would like to call it as bondage because uh, sometimes uh, uh, I feel uh, uh, like extreme devotion and uh, some other day uh, I feel like uh, why am I going to satsang like, uh, uh, like that. Uh, so there is no truth, there is no... Uh, mm. and especially if I hear something, somebody is saying, everything is just made up, something like that. So. So, I mean, that state, uh, somebody more powerful logic comes, then I will uh, agree with him, something like that. So, this is, and uh, nothing is stable for me, and uh, I'm, I'm just being Thank perfect. You. Nothing is stable for you, nothing is stable for anybody. Nothing is stable for anything, for anyone. Whatever you see, whatever you perceive, whatever you experience, um, uh, on this side of your eyes, whatever you see is in a constantly in some flux. It's always changing for everybody. For everybody, it's, all, it's a word, it's very changeful. And even behind the eyes, if you may say, in the place where of your feelings and thoughts, memory, belief, that also is changing. So you're correct in saying that uh, nothing's stable for you. Nothing is stable. Now, there is something inside that is not caught up in the traffic of instabilities. You are able to say, uh, nothing is stable for me, because something is aware of all of that, isn't it? Something that, is also suffering all of that. Uh, something is also suffering. What the human is suffering, there is an awareness of the suffering, that it is that it happens, it plays, it comes and goes. <coughs> there is a witnessing of this. Meaning that there is it that you speak about, suffering cannot be consistent, cannot be continuous. You know, sometimes you feel, oh, it's so, oh, it's so terrible, and, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Another the moment you're laughing with your friends. So these are also waves of uh, feelings and sensations at a deeper place, at a deeper place, uh, there is an intelligence uh, a place within you that observes these changing moods, changing states. Are you aware of this amongst? I don't deny that it is observed, but uh, the observer uh, himself is being uh, played out by these uh, more changing moods and changing situations. Say again, say again. I don't deny that uh, it is being observed. You don't feel that? I don't deny. deny. I don't deny. deny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deny that it is observed, yes. but uh, the observation and suffering of it goes, it's the same. I'm, I know that I am suffering, I know that I am happy, 
So the, the deeper space which you are mentioning, I don't know. I, I don't know about it. Yeah. Yes. And and you who don't know about it is what? Let's slow down a bit and my my you may not immediately connect with what I'm speaking, but just uh, allow me a little bit space. You you who say you are suffering, you say? Yeah. Yes. You are, please, uh, you being what? What is it is suffering? When you say, I am suffering, you as what is suffering? Life. Life is suffering? Yeah. Does life tell you it is suffering? No, life, when I say life, this is like uh, something is alive and something is dead. So yeah. I am alive. So yes. this life, me. Yes. Yeah. Something knows aliveness and non-aliveness. Yeah. Yes. You must begin to give some credit for that. Because that is a profound knowing that most people just they don't think it's anything. And in a way, it's kind of helpful for me too. Uh, but first, you don't realize how important it is what you just said, you see? That, uh, you know, uh, something is aware of suffering, even suffering, no? And something which is, uh, e even the most subtle things, there is an awareness of it, you see? There's an awareness. In the awareness, the sense of suffering is perceived. You follow? Because of awareness, because you're conscious, you know, in deep sleep, you cannot be aware of suffering. Why? You are there also in deep sleep. I'm not conscious. I'm not aware. You're not aware. Okay. Uh, you are the, the consciousness that you call the waking state, because your life is really what you mean by your life is the activity that happened in your waking state. You see? When you talk about your life, your biography, it doesn't include your sleep state. And yet your life is 24 hours. You cannot say, I exist only for 16 hours, because 8 hours I did not exist. When you speak of your biography of your life, it is primarily what the activities, the functioning of your emotional self, thought, memory, desire, identity, the awareness of them, you know, it, the report of them is what you call, you know, the, the, your life or the, your, the biography of yourself. You follow? Yeah. So, um, why not in the deep sleep? Because he said, well, you know, you, you were not conscious there. So, it is consciousness, the dynamic consciousness, it, when that dynamic consciousness appears, when you wake up, when you wake up, say you wake up at 7 o'clock, at 6.59, 59, 6.59, 59, what was your state? Who are you? You wake up at 7, bing, something's up, okay? When that consciousness appears, yeah? then your life activity and your sense of who you are appears in it. Before that, not. So when, you're, when you wake up, effectively your life is the play and the functioning of consciousness in that time you call waking up until you go back to sleep. 
your life is lived in that. And that is produced by that consciousness. The dynamic consciousness holds the, the memory and the idea of you and the sense of your existence comes with the waking consciousness. Okay? Now, when you wake up, when you're awake, someone, someone you get up, come. And then there is an awareness that you are awake. This is very subtle because most people don't think about these things. So it might sound a bit, what is he talking about? Uh, when you wake up, something is aware, you're, you're awake. Actually, something is aware, now the waking consciousness has come. Yes? There is a witnessing even of this consciousness, but because you're not used to thinking like that, you have the feeling that it doesn't exist like that. You are there. You are there to watch. If I say you wake up at 7 o'clock, at 6.59.59, and then 7 something something is, uh, you become aware that you exist. Prior to that not. In that moment of the feeling of existence, okay, the waking state happens, it must happen in a space that was there already. It arose in a space that was there already and was perceived to. Now you know I'm awake. So that earlier thing, I'm going to come back to this in a very, very simple way in a minute. But I think I have to talk about this for a moment. Huh? That you feel I, I, in my waking life I seem to be suffering and uh, like that, something is suffering. You feel that that constitutes all of what you are, is a reading of that. You know, my life is a suffering life. I like to get out of this suffering life. And I want, by the end of this talk, that to change your mind about this completely, that you will begin to see that the life that you want to control, uh, you need not try to control. You need to understand only and discover your true position, which when you do, the life that you're trying to control, and nobody can control it. In fact, those who feel they can control life, exert so much energy to do it, then what if they get the shape that they are trying to achieve, they may seem to get it, but they're not happy. They hemorrhage too much energy to create something which they cannot sustain. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that if you want to uh, discover the truth of yourself. If you have a lot of projection and desire for life, how you want life to be and so on, you may try, but you will struggle. You will struggle. If you use your mind too much and your mind is not centered in your heart, you will struggle. You will struggle. And just now, uh, I met three people just who are also taking course and sitting in the dining room somehow we happen uh, to come to. They've come and said, uh, can, can I talk with you or something? I've talked. All three of them IT people. <laughs> All three of them. And uh, they have a lot of trouble. <laughs> okay. Uh, why? Because uh, the work of IT caused trouble? Not necessarily. But if you are not uh, grounded inside the heart, what you are here to discover, 
and uh, then it, it's likely that somehow uh, we run into some we are not able to 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 control uh, the turning wheels of the mind. And I see people who are a bit saturated with too much mental activity and noise, which is not uh, anchored in the heart. So effectively, the realization of the self is that you are anchored in your own heart, in that you are you are not you are anchored in the heart, trying to stay anchored. Once you realize that it is already so, that there is a heart, which is uh, you may call the self, and that you are that. Even the idea that uh, you know your life is to try and as much as you can to become that. That's one way, a very popular way. And, um, God allows this also. We have very, very many journeys out there. But I've come to show you most simple way. Most simple way. Because if there is amongst all this uh, variation of expressions and so on, there must be one thing that's fundamental and something true. And it's only a question of when that sprouts inside your heart, the urge to discover that. If it has not happened, then you simply must continue in the play, growing and learning as much as you can. When the time comes that you come to satsang, it, I begin to read it, maybe maybe you are a candidate for this realization. We have to see. Uh, okay, uh, you are speaking with the fourth IT guy. Uh, I'm speaking about what? Fourth IT guy. The fourth IT. Okay. <laughs> that, that, I don't accept also that. And, uh, that's a belief. I am uh, not so much uh, looking uh, into controlling things like that. Because uh, I have been married for 10 years and I'm a manager for around few, quite a few years in the office. So neither I can control the things in the home or at office. So I have left it. So my, my question is just, uh, uh, you say uh, that I am free. That you are free. Uh, 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 yes. But I don't see or I don't yeah. fit. I don't know. Of course not. Of course not. You are, I say that you are free. I, I have to say that you are free. I have to say that you're free, then it's on me to prove that you are free. Because you seem not to be aware of that. No? And I can accept that from your present standpoint. It, it is fair and honest of you to say, yes, I don't see how I'm free. So, um, uh, in this encounter and in this interaction, it, because I said that you are free, it's up to me to show you that you are free. I guess, oh, you're free, go and find out that you're free. No. <laughs> That would not be fair, because the whole the vast majority of people, even to come to a place of feeling I'm not free, is a step towards awakening. You see? If you are totally satisfied with your existence as a person, please, I will not trouble you. <laughs> Why not? I will be going against the play and the law of nature, which is allowing you to continue to move in your own way for now. Like this society is. And those who, because not all, not all the fruits, even on the same tree, come to ripe at the same time, much less other trees. So what I'm saying is, when we come to satsang, uh, then I am, I am taking it already. Uh, God has already been doing some preparing with you for your own satsang. 
You see, we're not going out with a placard saying, look, come, we have come to save the world. For some reason, something is already moving in you, that a curiosity, sometimes a certain level of frustration, is very necessary also to, to, to give you the, the, the aspiration and the urge to, to come out of the present state because it, it might be a bit uh, claustrophobic for you. And perhaps one of the modern sicknesses is lack of inner space. Too much stuff in the, in the helmet. And you, know, you need to be again also here, not to be here. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we're going to come to that, uh, uh, some, some questions. Um, I want to talk to you, just give me a couple of minutes to say something, a little bit, you know, and then I can take your question if it's still there. Um, I want to speak a little bit, it's coming up with me, to speak a little bit um, of one way of looking. It is said in this country also, in your, in your spiritual history also, um, we speak about um, uh, uh, Brahman as uh, pure, pure, the pure self of consciousness, no? the God self, possible. and uh, that um, that there is a, a term called um, Sagun Brahman. Sagun Brahman means the, the the God self in its uh, manifestation of as all this diverse universe of innumerable beings and uh, living beings animate and inanimate beings uh, 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 like this. And uh, the play of time and change, of the dance of interrelated opposites of you and me and this and that and heaven and hell and life and death and gods and demons and all of this stuff. The, the, the theater or the leila, you may say the leila of God. No? We all, uh, we, will, we have different words and different languages to mean the same thing. You understand what I'm saying, Sagundra? Also, which means the pure consciousness, which is attributeless, meaning it cannot be described. There is no story, it has no history, it is uncreated, it is beyond time, it is pure, it is your purest self. Rare it is in the human kingdom that human beings come to realize this one. And yet, you can never not be this. I want to prove it today to you because irrespective of how diverse our problems can be because all of us in this room, if there's, if there's uh, 80 people in this room, uh, for sure there are 80 varying perspectives about life and things. Even with the, within the same unit of consciousness, uh, our subjective way of experiencing is changing even in the same body. So, um, all efforts within the expression of Sagun Brahman to, to unite the world, you know, is uh, basically impossible, actually. Because, as I said, there's one Earth, but there are billions of worlds. And each, each unit of consciousness is projecting a particular world and a way of looking and perceiving. Just let me say this for a minute, don't make it any noise. Uh, uh, but when you are awake, in fact, most uh, spiritual practice 
is being made in the Saguna um, consciousness to improve and to grow and to become better and to be aspiring to reach the God state within ourselves. That's an evolution. The natural evolution inside Saguna Brahman is to aspire for growth, to aspire for change. And change is is uh, is consistent with Saguna Brahman. What I have found is by helping the beings to awaken to their Nyagun Brahman, which is the highest of the high, in fact, is the easiest I found. Why? Because it is not full of concepts. <laughs> Anywhere where there are concepts, there will be disagreements. So what I would love to uh, do today, at some point, is uh, by just uh, small guidance with you, a small guidance, maybe 15, 20 minutes or so, uh, being present with me at this, to reveal your Nyagun Once you realize this, once you recognize it, because it will not be, I'm not going to ask you to imagine or to visualize, I'm going to directly experience. Once you are aware of this, then you will see your Sagun consciousness, the function of your life and your place in the world. That will be anchored in your realization. I cannot promise that uh, everyone will just get it like this. But actually, uh, I have a lot of confidence. <laughs> now, uh, just before coming here, in the last few days, before leaving the place where we were, um, one young lady came and she seemed to have recognized me and she said, Oh, I'm so happy to see you. I've been watching your videos and uh, I, 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 I really, I really would love to talk with you. I said, uh, now? She said, no, my, 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 I'm waiting for my parents to come because I want to talk to you in their presence. <laughs> so we arranged and indeed the time came and we sat together. And she was IT girl also. <laughs> I'm nothing about IT. Yeah, we have IT department in our ashram. So okay, at the moment they're fine. So, but, uh, but what happened is that she came and she, she sat and she spoke. She spoke a little bit. Uh, her mother was there. Papa is there also. She's there, a young lady. And uh, she said, uh, you know, it's my mom. And, you know, we, you know, mom always uh, has a very simple way about life, and you know, she just says, you know, you know, everything is for God. Every, I don't care whatever is happening in the world. I give to God. Uh, how can I fix anything? He knows. He creates. Let him take care of it. You see. So I said, this. She's great. Fine. <laughs> if you have that type of faith, and it is not just words, and I can see it's not just words. Something. No. I said she's fine. Yeah? But daughter cannot relate to that, because she's IT girl. <laughs> she has different kind of thinking and, yeah, but in my life I'm going to do this and I have this thing and I'm going to do that and I have been doing this for so long and so blah, 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 blah. So I saw that hers is another slightly different way. The same goal, a different expression. So we spoke like that. And in guiding, I said, actually, uh, almost you have too many troubles for me to deal with today. So I'm going to jump 
sometimes they say you have to be like the cow that jumped over the moon. The moon here means mind. That you have to have, you have to take you completely out of your mind. You see, to the place where you really are, and then you can like you can look at the mind again, but with new eyes, with your eyes, God eyes, you know. But to stay inside trying to untangle all the mess from inside is too big. Too many, too many time to take it. And so we did this guidance, and mom is there also like this, and father is there. They all participated in it. And at the end, you know, you know, mom is crying, daughter is happy, smiling, and father is happy, smiling, and like this. But next day, <laughs> I saw, no, not the next, the day after that day, I was walking and I saw, I saw mother, and uh, she passed me. Oh no, what happened? Also, daughter, I don't see again. What happened? What happened? First of all, she came to a realization of the self, of herself, in a very natural way, and she could she could actually verify through her own direct experience. This is true. It cannot. It's not my belief. It it is just so. At the end of it, I said, "How are you now?" She said, "I'm, I'm just light. I, I I'm just light. I mean." Is it merely an experience? Uh, no, it's just what is there. You sure it's not going to fade? No, it cannot fade. Hmm? But when I saw her, what happened? Mind, some part, her loyalty to her identity. You see, in the, the saguna aspect of herself, it's like something fights <coughs> in us against the realization of the truth. So I don't know what happened. No? Of course, I'd not met her. She says she wants a few satsangs, but maybe that's not enough to feel sufficient urge inside to to take on the mind's uh, retaliation. Say, oh, no, you're not going to get on, and bring all this nonsense back <coughs> in your head. She was not sufficiently grounded, maybe, and perhaps you know something. Some fear came up, and uh, you know, she that this thing can happen. I hope not with you, because one of the things that happened in our community in Portugal like this, what has happened now, is that since what I'm talking about is is a, a, a guidance with you, which I call the invitation to freedom. Since that took hold in Sahaja, the whole climate of Sahaja and all the people coming has changed. Is you are here too, who's here to notice and to say that this is so? <laughs> we are quite a few of us here. You can look and see the hands. It, it, it is changed completely because people. We don't hear people talking so much about their personal stories and all oh, these things happened, and I don't know, and my relationship. They don't do that. It's, they become small things. They're small things now. They are functioning in a much higher state of consciousness. So because of that. Uh, I can enjoy their company more too. <laughs> we enjoy. We came here. We were like uh, maybe ten people together, and we totally enjoyed each other company. Why? Because there's no person. No person is there. Wherever the person is there, trouble is there. Yeah. You are not merely your person. Your person is a myth uh, that exists in your greater self. Now you may have heard this type of talk before and read these things. 
today I hope to prove it to you. You see? To prove it uh, to you, not with words, but prove it with you. What I mean by the, the Nyagun uh, Brahman, being the absolute pure awareness that you are. Because only when you come to that realization of the self, then everything else is secondary, it's, it's, it's more distant. At present, your world is too, is too tight. Even your person is too tight. It is okay as a kind of costume that you wear a little bit. But it is an inadequate representation of what you truly are. You follow? So I, I, why you come sit with you one day today? Um, I don't know what can happen maybe. Uh, uh, no one will come to clear understanding. I doubt it. Somebody here must do. Somebody here must do today. And 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 that has been very very very. Um, uh, I don't see why not everyone. But it's not uh, it's not for me to say that. So, you want that? Uh, you want to ask me more questions, or should we take a look together? You you want to ask questions? Okay, come. I want to. I want to ask. Wait, take take the mic. Okay. Um, I want to ask a question. Yes. I've been awake for about forty-eight hours straight, so hopefully I can express this. But I want to bring the mic a bit more close. I want to ask about love. I really want this wholesome, amazing, unconditional love. And, um, but everything else is coming up, like all my vasanas, like fear of failing again, and I'm not worthy, and all of this BS that comes up. And I feel like for the past two weeks, I'm like really suffering over this. Yes. And I know it's the person that is suffering, I can witness it. But there's something mixed in that feels like bigger, like, like this primal <coughs> desire that I have for, for love. And yes. All of that is emanating out of your identity. Let me say again. All of that is emanating out of our identity. Um, and uh, a, a deeper thing that such things we hear and uh, we feel them also, suffer them deeply. Relationships break up and so on for some people. It's too much. They even end their lives and do all kinds of stuff. But the problem is not about the other person only. They may bring their own problems. Also. But it doesn't mean that because somebody comes with their own problems, mean that somehow you should suffer in this way. This is uh, one thing that I want to share, because this is prevalent. In fact, until you wake up to the truth, of who you are, such things may happen again and again. 
because uh, a human being, yes, in uh, in the expression of consciousness as a human being, that model or mode of consciousness um, cannot make a success of the worldly life without being totally rooted in heart. Because sometimes our senses and our mind and identity is too strong. The place too strong for the person. You see, until the sense of the person merges in a deeper understanding, a deeper and more profound merging with its root, and its root, you may say, is God or pure consciousness, but these are also other names for what you are. And until you are deeply rooted in that, it will feel like life is unfair. Life is unfair. I gave everything to life and still it collapsed and it can lead to these kind of things. So when I say like this, because now I came to a point, I said, I would like to, we could, we could spend a lot of time and, and talk about these things. Individual problems and things that come up in life and struggles and why it's so difficult to be free and why can't I concentrate and why is it that whenever I close my eyes to meditate I fall asleep and all. We can go through all these things. But I want to go to the heart of them and say, if it were presented to you today, that is an opportunity today, if it were possible that a chance may come to you today that you can wake up to the truth about yourself, of yourself today, would you be up for it? Yes. 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 Then I need to know that. Yes. If it's just merely, I'm a little interested and curious, it won't happen for you. Because truth is free, but it's not cheap. And I'm not talking about money. I mean your attitude. It is said like in, our, in the Bible that God say, you will search for me and when you search for me with all your heart and your mind and your power, then you will find me as I am. Meaning, it's actually, it's actually yourself, your own source is speaking uh, to your apparent self. You know, when you are ready for this. The play is so diverse, so many ways that, that this play happened. That when I say to you, yes, if that opportunity came, would you be willing to take that step? To say yes, I I, I I would like to look at that. Yes. 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 And uh, I promise I'm not going to hypnotize you. <laughs> I'm not a hypnotist. I'm not going to ask you to to visualize, imagine. No, I'm not to imagine anything. I'm not going to ask you to pretend anything or to create anything. It is too simple, simpler than that. So, so strong, so strong is that pain or that thing inside 
that you feel, no, I'd like to resolve this first. I say, no, find yourself and resolve that later. Would that not be correct? Yes, because innumerable situations may come and pose as problems. And I will tell you, when you are centered in yourself, you will transcend them all. Yes? I'm not saying you're going to be in this bed of roses. No, you're going to be in this bed of bliss, actually. And yet, at the same time, it's so magnificent that sometimes uh, uh, some sense of challenges will come in your dynamic uh, plane. It will come, but you will not be overwhelmed if you are uh, loyal, uh, you know, uh, to, to, to the truth you know of yourself. Fair enough? Fair. Let's say, suppose this is, this, is your, this is your response to this call, this invitation. And so, I ask you just to follow what I'm sharing, just be very present with it, be very present with it. If the truth of who you are is what you seek, then I'm going to ask a little something from you, that uh, during the short time of this guidance, short time talking with you like this, that uh, we're not going to talk anything about past for a moment, just for now. We are good like this? I'm not going to say, oh, what happened to you when you was a child? No, nothing from the past, even two minutes ago, forget about it. Okay? Don't uh, entertain any thought about past for a moment. Okay? Because it's gone. That's why it's called past. It's past. Don't entertain this. And even things about future, like what you want to do, you know, yes, I'd like to be married in the next six months or next two years or whatever. No, just leave that for now. Something will take care of that. So just for this few moments with me, let's not talk about past and about future. Is it possible? Yes. yes. Okay. So leave the, the, the past aside and about future aside. Okay? Good, good. One more thing, even present, even the present moment. <laughs> present moment, oh, you'll be sitting here, I'm speaking in Muji. No, so even the mind's tendency to be speculating about what's happening, don't give any space for that. Simply be empty, just be empty. Don't be a container for thoughts and memories and feelings. We can do it, it's not difficult. So. We just leave this side. We, we are okay like this? Yes. Just for this time. Just, uh, I need to get you to a space of just to be really empty. I'm going to continue a few more pointers. Any idea and every idea you have about yourself and what you would describe of yourself and who you think you are, just for the short duration of this time together, I'm going to ask you, can you don't include that. Don't think about that. About you're this type of person and you've been meditating for 10 years. I don't need to know. So, not this thing. Okay. And 
okay, I've done these things, I've, I'm empty of this. I'm, not, I'm going to slow down a little bit so that you really stay with my words now. So if you are not bringing in, even though the thoughts may seem to want to come in, you're not going to engage with them. They're knocking on the door, leave them up there. Don't say, oh, what do you want to do? Just leave the thoughts of past. Any thoughts or desire about the future, just suspend for the moment. We can do this. All your ideas about life, who you are, what you want from life, just leave it outside for a little bit. Leave it aside. Okay? When we finish, you can take your stuff up again. Nobody's going to steal that. So leave everything aside for now, empty. Don't say, okay, I'm empty, now what? No next, even. Don't engage with, okay, what's, what, what we're going to do now? Because that's the mind, it's always up to some wanting to do. So be aware of this and just stay as you are, empty of this. Really do this, really allow this. First, it's like you're a space, like a room, with all these thoughts about past and future, and all this furniture of thinking we are taking out of the room, out of the room completely. And the description about what the room is and when it was built, and all this forget about all of that. Empty, 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 empty. And any expectations like okay now my room is empty what are we going to put back in there nothing it's empty empty just like that not expecting anything now just empty So even the room now, which is empty, let's uh, just like say, we dismantle the room, take the walls, roof, everything. So it's just empty, it's not contained in any room called you. Just to, there's just emptiness. There's no picture of emptiness. If there is a picture, it will be a picture in emptiness. It's not a picture of emptiness. So you disregard anything at all, just like this. So what I'm saying is, if you had so many thoughts and memories, and if all these things were taken out, everything that's not original is taken, empty, everything out of it. Everything, empty, empty, beyond even the concept of emptiness. There now remains only that which cannot be removed. That which cannot be removed. Anything that has a shape or some name, some form, some memory, some feeling, we are not engaged. That is just not present. Only vacancy, empty, empty. Now just be with this at this point.
just be in this awareness only. Because the awareness itself I cannot remove. Just this awareness now. Don't go to sleep. Simply just aware. See? That which is here, whatever it is, I'm just going to call it the what is. Whatever it is that is here. I want you simply to be aware. And I'm going to ask you just a few simple questions which I would like you verbally to respond to yes or no. Just a few questions. Stay just like you are. Don't imagine anything at all. Emptiness is not imagined. Even if some old memories seem like, you know, no, we're not leaving, we're not going to leave you. Let them say, they're not going to leave, but you are not engaged with them. So just, you're like just the space, only the space is here. Everything can be taken out. That which is here by itself, can this be removed? Answer. That which is here, whatever it is. Is it an object? No. You answer for yourself only. That which is here. Is it a mood? Please let me hear you. Is it a mood? Does it have any, any shape at all? No. It has no shape, it has no shape. Whatever it is that is here. Can it ever be sick? No. Just answer from your own self. Can it become depressed? No. Is it personal? No. Did you create it? Sorry? No, no did not create it. whatever it is. Can it fade? No. Meaning that if you go about somewhere, it will just disappear. Can it disappear? No. No, good, good. Stay in touch just like that. Can it be described like it's light or darkness? No. no. Is there any boundary around it so that 
beyond it, it does not exist. No? Is it a belief? Is it imagined? Whatever it is that is here. Is it a religion? Is it a belief? Stay with me. Here's a good one. Was it born? Give you a moment or two about this. Was it born or created? Next question, can it die? Be very present. Yeah. Does it have a beginning? Does it need anything at all? Can it reject you? Can it be improved? Can it belong to one group of people and not to another? Let's try this one. How close are you to it? Is there any distance separating you and this? Your answer is? No. no. So, thank you. So just these, I'm going to just go over some of these things. I asked you, in this that is here, and you are aware of it, is it a mood? You said no. I asked, is it an object? You say, no. I asked you, is it personal? And you say, it is not personal. I ask you, if it can become sick in any way? You said, no. I ask you, 
can it become depressed? No. Can it suffer? New question. Can it suffer? No. I asked you, did you create it? You say, no, you did not create it. I ask you, was it born? Similar question. You say, no, it was not born. Can it die? You say, it cannot die. I asked you if it's merely a belief. You said, not a belief. I asked you now, but now you are being aware of it. Those of you who stayed with my pointing, now you are aware of it. But where has it been all your life? Somebody? Yeah. It is always me. ask you, does it have any needs? You say no. I ask you, how much distance between yourself and it? If you have to travel to it or not, you say there's no distance. Am I correct? So if all these things you can confirm to your own immediate seeing, then all the things that you have asked you about, your answers are only about yourself. All this, how can you know this thing? without study. And this is what is significant. How many of you here grasped what I'm pointing to? That is already very good. Now you're here, I said, okay, this little exercise is over, like this. If the exercise is over for now, can this thing go away? What you are discovering or have discovered is your true nature. This only in you is worthy of the title eternal or timeless. This alone is what is called the imperishable self. It is beyond need or division. It was not born unlike this body and it can never die. And yet, how natural, how natural. No one had to move one single millimeter 
to be aware of this. And yet, maybe some part of our dynamic nature is a kind of in some kind of paralysis about it. That is what the Buddha discovered. This is what Lord Krishna or Christ, they all know this and are this. Just like you are this. But what is the difference? Is that it is so, they are so established in this understanding that the mind where the ego lives where is ego for you who have recognized what I'm speaking where is ego he points there in the mind in the mind means it's only thought and thought believed in it is not real but it will take some undoing in terms of the loyalty and persistence and habit of the almost a reflex to go back to that way of referencing yourself but with the the power of the recognition of that which you have seen the grip of ego will begin to dissolve every time you are in the remembrance and recognition of yourself more than any other thing can do you did not become what you are you just cease becoming what you're not that is the fundamental point here. you cannot become what you are you can only be what you are. But this is not appealing to the egoic identity because its self-belief almost blocks it from seeing the greatness of its true nature. But even that is imagined. The more you stay in the recognition of this because there are forces functioning in the human system that is in resistance to awakening in you. You must recognize that. How to, how to relate or transcend these energies which seem to be holding your mind in the state of press. How to resist them? By remembering yourself. Not remembering only mentally, but remembering experientially because this is your experience is not merely your belief only now because in the guidance you come to recognize that which you are beyond phenomenal description can you see this or not If not, what tends to happen is that our minds keep asking questions to get answers that it cannot assimilate. Because there will be all mostly answers for our ego identity. 
and the ego, the ego identity will not willingly cooperate with anything that threatens its existence. I wonder if you can see this thing. Or is this too high for you? It cannot be. If it feels like it's too high, it's because the mind is a bit lazy and resistant initially. And everyone who wakes up and transcend the influence of egoic identity goes through the same resistances to the mind, but they stayed with their pointing and they transcended this limited field of egoic identity. Can you relate to what I'm speaking? Is it merely intellectual or mental or theoretical? Real seeing must have an impact inside your being. Meaning, it is as though the curtains are drawn on a kind of mystery, and but the mystery is only in the mind. Is this a recognition that is taking place only in your head? Anybody want to say something? Okay, maybe over there. Avoiding talking to you actually. Yes. Um, first time I spoke to you when I was in Australia, um, video satsang, and um, that's where first I met you in my dream. And then I had spoken to you about it. Um, I don't know what you had told me, but second time we had another uh, uh, Australian um, sangha video satsang something. That time I had spoken to you again, and you had spoken about the presence part. You know, the first bird, second bird, and third bird, which I'm not sure how it was assimilated, basically. Well, I was there, absolutely the experience, what I had, was totally different. I have lived days without mind, without thoughts, completely experiencing this beauty of life. Yes. Every moment, maybe because I was single then, the moment uh, life brought me back to India, it's been a roller coaster ride. And ever since, it's not been a smooth ride for me. There's so many challenges going on. Um, of course, uh, by your grace and Father's grace, I've been able to cope up with that. Um, what I want to ask is, even though whatever you've been telling, everything is understood here, assimilated here, I've experienced that. 
but it is not stable yet. It's been like five years because first time I had no clue about spirituality or anything. I didn't even know that Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi existed also or he was there once. I just, he came up once in my trance and then he showed me guidance to my problems. Then he led me to Papaji. From there I found you, from there I found Anandaji also. So this is how my journey was. And since then I'm stuck here. I'm not going wondering about anywhere else because I know this is where I can find myself. And actually I came to spirituality to just get relief from my suffering, which it enhanced more, you know, maybe because I had to be really, it had to be cooked more to be released. I'm so fed up of everything. And now I'm not saying that I'm in my head, neither I'm in my heart, nor in my head. I don't know where I am. This is exactly what I had asked you even when I was in Australia. I'm done with this. I don't know if I'm going to get this opportunity again to talk to you. Last time I came to Rishikesh, four days, it was a disaster for me. Why? Because I, I had expectation that I wanted to come and see you, talk to you, raise my hand every moment, but I couldn't get through. It was a, literally a nightmare and I was like, okay, no more, you know. At the moment I saw you here, it was a surprise for me too. I didn't expect at all and the moment I saw you, I started crying. Why? I don't know. Why would I cry? Literally, I don't want to be like this. I, I don't want to live two lives. I just want one, which is beautiful. Despite all the physical challenges, I don't care for that. Because every, the more, what I'm trying to say is, the more I'm trying to go towards my true self, the more I'm being pulled outside. Yes, yes. There's an error in that. I have to say it because the one who said the more I want to go towards, the more I go towards my true self, the more I'm pulled out. Because something knows that by having this feeling, the more I go towards my true self, meaning that you're not aware of what you are. Because you're not aware of what you are, these other kind of uh, thoughts can come. Yes, well, you know, this thing is blocking you and it's blocking. It's all, none of it exists. It's not true. None of it exists. You are the self. You see, at one point, uh, I would have to say that, and it will finish you. But there's that. still something persisting, I believe, you know. Yes, but why is it so difficult? And why I, I and why is it difficult? Because of this persistent idea and uh, the, the reflex in you to keep identifying in with your personal state of mind and emotions and feelings and so on. All these which are just clouds passing. Something is uh, there, it's like, uh, it's like the bone in the throat of consciousness. This idea, you know, like, but I can't get it. And I'm saying, but this I who can't get it is only your thought. But you see, it's not easy to assimilate my word because your mind is not, you cannot accept such simplicity. You are this, but you are convinced you are the person getting better and better, coming closer. And that is also a way. It is a slower way, beset with a lot of uh, resistance and troubles and so on, which you will continue working through and growing through this. I have come to give you a shortcut way, a wayless way in front, because I know what you are. 
I know who you are. So therefore, I have the authority to tell you that the things that you're saying you are, you are not. You see? But whether the grace is, in, is there, the grace is there also. It cannot not be there. The grace is there. But you must come to recognize that this conviction, this I conviction, that is uh, that you are representing as yourself, is uh, is more the is not the fact of you; it's the fiction of you. And you are aware of it because those states, the way you define or describe yourself right now, and in a sense you are experiencing the state of your defining, then it will go also. It goes and it becomes something else, and then you speak about that something else. So if you were that state, when it goes, you would also be gone. But you are the one here talking, oh yeah, it doesn't feel like that anymore. Now I'm feeling much better. You're continuously describing fluctuating states as yourself. None of it is you. No thought you've had, no belief you've had has ever been you. Nothing. And they will never be you. You are pure awareness. But the mind is afraid of it. Actually, your mind is not even afraid of it. The mind doesn't exist also. <laughs> but I have to speak like this with you. The mind, in the way that it is conceived, uh, nothing in the world have a fixed meaning. Nothing, nothing has a fixed meaning. The meaning of anything is in the mind of the one pursuing it. You have a, a world of thoughts and belief that you, out, you and a new person, you meaning all of us, out of uh, habit, cultural habit, you know? And also, it is just the play, Maya's play, that you, the perfect consciousness, would appear in this body, the body you need to, to, to taste experiencing. And there cannot be no experience without duality. But because if you are not uh, aware of yourself, duality is going to be a very bumpy ride for you, for all of us. And why? Because somehow the consciousness, the Supreme Consciousness, which is one, wants to taste these experiences. But it must know in each vessel that it experienced through, that it is a dreamed uh, experience. Now, maybe this one talk with me will not be enough. I don't know. I will come to you in other ways to tell you about it. But uh, if you listen earnestly and somehow you can get the point that, you know, but all your thoughts, the thoughts you have now, you had thoughts like this yesterday. Where are they today? They're gone. Everything's gone. That's why I'm here. That's yeah. why. That's why I'm talking to you. And I want this to be final one. Please. What is it that is here now today that uh, everything will pass? It will be a tomorrow. And today will not be today. Today will be yesterday. Okay? What is it is of now that will not pass? Stop. All the things we think about, yes, you know, and this thing is happening to me, and I don't know what to do. And next thing I see you down the road laughing. <laughs> you know, so who can, how, how, who can trust you? We are like this. Our will be behind this thing, I don't know what I'm going to do, and, blah, 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 and people running around while we're trying to help her. Next thing, but I saw her down the road laughing. 
which of your states is consistent. Everything is so. It's just that you give so much importance to it. And you feel you need it. You feel it makes sense. You define and relate to it as though this is a representation of you. It's your dream. Just in the same way you go to bed, you have a dream. You're dreaming in bed. You could be, you could have your beloved next to you sleeping, you know. You cannot bring them into your dream to experience your dream like you're experiencing. It's a very unique uh, affair. In the same way, your waking state is a very unique experience. And tomorrow it will be a different experience. The whole thing is just clouds passing, clouds passing. It's fine. Enjoy the clouds in their momentary appearances. But you must understand that which perceives the clouds passing, but is not running after them. That is not passing. But if it has any identity in it, where it's looking for, for shapes in the clouds, oh, oh, did you see that rabbit? Then it, 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 it also is also a state, also passing. There's something in you that is not passing. I just showed you what it is. And you are there, you are there to see it. But somehow there is a, a fickleness, a weakness inside, you know? Also a play, dream. Oh, but how can I stay here? How are you staying here right now? By what effort, by what magic? You are here, you are that. But this thing is so rarely seen. You are this that I'm speaking. You are what I am. The difference is I know that I am, and you are not sure about it. I can't make you sure. I try to show you in a way that, wait a second, this is even more, is, is more intimate than belief. It's not even intimate, because intimate means at least two things. This is one. How can the one be intimate? So I sense also that uh, something, uh, there is some kind of static veil or something like that, that you may feel that you're behind and I'm behind you. That's another thought, by the way. I'm not one micromillimeter away from you. I'm all of you. This knowledge you must seek and you will find. It's a question of when. As long as we uh, indulge states of personhood, because the mind is full of promises unfulfilled, but yourself needs no promise. There's no suffering in it. And this is the great play of life that you will come here and taste the ever-changeful waves of the ocean of existence. One day you will know all of them passed except you. This you must find out while your body is still warm. You must find the imperishable. And it's not outside of you. 
everyone is living in a version of themselves. A version is not yourself. Your life must and will become the proof that God exists. Pure consciousness alone is imperishable and alone is real. All the others are just pictures, momentary ray of consciousness. And I see and sense the difficulty. I too had them. But uh, some kind of earnestness, which I cannot claim even to be mine. Some yearning is there in you. In everybody this yearning is there. But it has to be tickled into some kind of into the kind of urgency that's needed to really let go. Why try to hold a flowing river? Let the river flow. And you be. And you for that. Yes. Now you must be here as that. And that difference, you must reach something is there. You may have a feeling that you're over there and I'm over here or something like that. But that is only from a very bodily perspective. And there are no space. There's no you and I in what I'm really speaking. But I know that you, somehow I don't know what has to happen. I throw grace at you and I throw you into grace. And that somehow, whatever it is, uh, I'm not going to leave it with your mind to surmount because it won't do it. You see, just the grace must somehow uh, yes, enter into the veins of consciousness somehow. And it is there. It will do that. I've, I, I tell this thing to you, share this thing with you, because I know less than this is not so, so helpful. Although your mind might, you know, you, the mind wants to, to have an easy ride. Tell me something that I can find easy, you know, but easy for the mind. But it's not easy at all because it only is just building up more spiritual cholesterol. A little bit, little, little, little bit, yes, oh yes, I understand, yes, I know, I'm, no, no, no. Uh, something has to be chopped. And this uh, petting the mind. You have to come out of this. All this mind diarrhea. <laughs> you have to get out of it. And it needn't be a suffering. It is a joy. Transcending is a joy. It's not all oh, hard work. <laughs> this is your mind. It's the ego is playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. You know, I used to feel sorry for it. You know? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> it works. Many people. It works with that. Why not you? I don't mind. <laughs> this for the chop. That's why I'm here to get chopped completely forever. 
regard the chocolate as happened. <laughs> and that's already over. Take even that courage on the tattoo. If you wait for a chop, then you keep your keep your head. <laughs> it's already happened. You're dead and gone. On a year awakening. <laughs> okay, you will get in line and come chop, chop, chop. And then you feel, oh yeah, I missed my chop. No, I said, no, I already chopped it. The head has fallen. Talking to everyone. You know, actually, uh, it seems funny, but actually, it's very true. That you are already the self dreaming that you are on a journey to the self. And it has been uh, happening for perhaps many lifetimes. Refining, 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 refining. Don't look for cozy places for your evil. Don't be a nightingale in a in a golden cage. To walk with me, you must leave everything. Then you see there's not two. Two is play, it's fine. But when you awake yourself, uh, you, you still have your family, they're, they're all there, everything is there. But uh, see in a new way, in a true way. Ego is afraid, so much fear. Oh, what will happen if uh, wants to negotiate freedom? But it itself means bondage. What am I asking of you? I don't know. I'm asking you the miracle you are. If you are a person, so many things are in your way. When you are yourself, nothing is in your way. But it's not enough to say, oh, you know, be determined. Uh, determined, if it's ego determined, it's also just ego. You must see and understand experientially. You see, you may hear as though I'm telling you a person to do something. I'm not telling you as a person to do something. I'm telling you the self who you are. Reminding you, no? What does the self have to do to be free? Nothing. It only has to remember, I'm not the dream I think I am searching to be free. Not, not everybody can understand this type of thing. Some people, the mind is strong for another way, and it's okay. I am in that way too. I know this way too. There comes a time when you you can't bear your life anymore. Many beings who we now touch their feet and worship them, 
that they also came to that point. They could not bear themselves anymore, couldn't stand their ego mind anymore. And somehow it tucked over into awakening. When you can bear and be in the emptiness you are, you are free. When you hold on to definitions of yourself as a you know, I'd rather you do this and this, I got this problem and that, 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 and that. You know? Yeah. <coughs> the devil laughs. What is to happen? What is to happen? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for Thank you, Nada. Nada, uh, it's working? Um, when we were doing the invitation, when you asked the question, uh, can it die? Mm -hmm. Everybody seems to know that it cannot die, but I, I, I was not so sure whether yeah. it can die or not. I mean, I okay. Know. Were you sure about the question, was it born? Looked like it was there all the time, but I, I don't know. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Were you looking at an object? No. No. But the place from which I was looking was limited, I guess. Yes. The place from which you're looking is limited. So if the place from which you accept you're looking is limited, what you will see is limitations. You are perceiving what you are conceiving. If you believe yourself to be limited, you will live in a very limited world. Uh, having said that, you, if you recognize the unlimited consciousness, you can still recognize limitations, but you will not associate limitations with your fundamental nature. You see, because you will still see uh, the picture world, but you will not be looking at it from an egoic standpoint. It's very different. I don't want to describe this because I'm waiting for to hear from you what you see. And of course, maybe it feels unrealistic that I am here for a couple of hours, and that you know how can I expect you to 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 see this and that in any way. And the is there talking with you all the time as well. How would I see that? Okay, in two hours, boom, bam, bam, finish. <laughs> Maybe it can happen. It has happened. What would finish mean? It doesn't mean that uh, some noise doesn't come back in the mind. But that noise, whatever it would be, would not be strong enough to create any sense that it can topple. How can it topple? that which is, uh, you know, limitless. It's just a ridiculous thing. It's like putting up a hand to fight an elephant. Oh, uh, those thoughts just don't correlate. They don't mean anything at all. Suppose this was the last 10 minutes you had in life. All of us. In 10 minutes, lights out. 
at least of this incarnation. Lights out. What is your state? Suppose there is no tomorrow to look forward to. For some people this is an experience. It's a reality. What is your state? It will become very peaceful. You want to wait till then? <laughs> Why not peaceful now? Because you think, oh, but my mind, my mind is strong now. Uh, but uh, you advertised your mind strength. My mind is so strong, mind is so strong, mind is so strong. Mind is so, what? Flimsy, inconsistent, momentary, transient, unreal. Why not use these adjectives? Why is so strong, so heavy, it doesn't let me do anything? You create your own, you define your own state. All is well. Clouds passing. Some slowly, some quickly. <laughs> but that which perceives them passing, that relative to them, that is not passing. It's worth knowing that, what that is, and whether that is apart from you or not. Because when you discover that which is stable, that which is unstable will not disturb you. How far are my words from your heart now? Because I can only show you what is so already. That's all. It, I cannot show you what is so already. If it is something that's going to be in the future, then it's not, it's not ultimate. It has to be what, is, what has always been here timelessly. Place against that is the, the fleeting impressions of the phenomenal world and the one perceiving it uh, emotionally, which is also a cloud passing. Actually, I don't want to teach you anything. Actually, at best, maybe I transmit something. To you. That's the quick way. Because I know the mind, it acts like a good student. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just thinking about ice cream. <laughs> Enough? Something in us also hates to hear these things. Like resist, you know? And you know, look at what aeroplane is passing. <laughs> Your life is passing.
why I say these things? Because you must also understand your mind. Because he can also act like he's also an earnest seeker. Your mind can also act like an earnest seeker. No? Yes. But what it's doing is keep on finding uh, more journeys for you to make. And you're fooled by it. And all he's doing is trying to prepare the next womb for you to take your next breath. <laughs> Don't believe your thoughts that, you know, oh, yeah, but you know, it's so difficult for me. It's not true. This is your dream, our belief. I also believe this. I believed this for a long time. By grace of God, uh, something pull you out. Now I'm trying to pull you out too. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Can I say something? <coughs> ah, yeah. Take the. Okay. 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 Um, just my hand just moved up. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, I'm working in IT, <laughs> and I can confirm that there is that it is possible to stay like in the bliss or in that nothing or in that where nothing is and everything is like just happening and moving and. It's just so beautiful to to be that and to see it like that. And I really, I the feel came up that I have to confirm that that it is, and it seems so easy. It's so beautiful, easy, and I know that life will or that things will come up and poke you, and but they also will go. That's all right. Sure. Yeah, it's very good. From IT to it. <laughs> <laughs> From IT to it. <laughs> uh, if one uh, comes to that recognition, huh? and, uh, while as long as this body is here, and consciousness is here, the life force is here, the potential for some thought activity, the sense of flavor of personhood will come sometimes, come and go. But it is noticed to come and go increasingly. Uh, so we should not do much worry about that. What you become very clear about is that which does not come and go, that which is unmoving. You see? Presently, for many people, everything is moving. When everything is moving, there's a chaos. Because there's a sense of instability uh, dwelling in your heart. Then you feel, oh my God, I don't know what to do. It's like, you know, one thing, I've, I've got something now, and then it's gone, and it's, it's all just like this. All of this is uh, Maya's play. It's a thing we need to experience, all need to, without exception, must taste that, you know, the bitter aloes of uh, egoic identity. We must taste that. It's, it's not wrong 
Oh, you know, oh, you want to punch the ego? No, we must taste it. And to feel the the swing, the oscillation of the uh, identity, mind, play of consciousness, to feel all of this and ultimately come to recognize something is oscillating at one time you feel oh no i'm all here like this and oh my god I'm oh i'm back here again. and at some point you come to see that you're watching the oscillation also and that place of watching is not oscillating at a certain point you don't even notice oscillation And it's not that, oh, now I've stopped oscillating, I'm just here now, everything is fine, fine by well. <laughs> uh, one who comes to that, come home, also, you know, paradoxically, cares for the world also, in another way. But not with a binding attachment, but you know, you know, a love is there, the perfume of that scene, love, peace. A bliss or joy is a fragrance that comes. But I like to speak step, you know, step, step by step. As we speak, so we see. And we step, and so we see. Not step, 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 step with imagination. No, no, no. You know, in step with yourself. As you point, it is seen. Both the truth and the untruth are seen. But the untruth come and go. But the truth does not come and go. And the beautiful, the most, which is the most beautiful thing, if you are in those states where you are really feeling bad, you are able with the words you're saying all the time, you're really able by yourself to look and to and can confirm by yourself that thoughts are moving and attention is going and suddenly there's awareness. And that's it. And that, those are the early stages of seeing. Those are the early stages of seeing. Um, it still has a kind of sense of an entity in there. But uh, in the pure seeing, uh, there, there is no one being awareness. There's just the awareness. And when we, when we have a sense of identity, that may sound very abstract in this feeling. Whoa, I don't want to be so refined that there's no more me. No, you are this awareness. Only that I, which is of the form of consciousness, is the true I. And not any other eyes, because other eyes are connected with the body-mind and they, they go from death to life, death to life. That I that shines in you, that is consciousness. 
That is consciousness awareness. It is not personal. It can observe the play and the sense of personhood like a river flowing. It is aware of that. It does not have a fight with that. It understands that that is just the, the, the shape of the clouds passing. It, it, it sees that. It has a, you are both the Sagun and Nirvana. But Sagun is time and change and play of living and dying. Nirvana is beyond tomorrow. Not be, beyond in some direction, beyond, but beyond in terms of subtlety. Can you relate to what I'm speaking on some level? Yes. You are both that attributeless, pure reality, and you are also the same reality that's manifest as the the world of names and forms and all this play of time and change. That is your changeful aspect, just like you have a changeful aspect as the body, that at a birth time and a play of lifetime and the death time and the breath that is flowing, all of these are in time and change. But the, your fundamental nature, your essential being, is unchanging. And that is what you are. The body is changing. Your personality is changing. Personality is changing. Something which is personality changing. That is not changing. You have to live in that. If you want to swim, you must go to the sea or the river several times in the pool. Maybe first time you go, somebody take you up and you, more and more you keep, you know, and then it brings out within you the capacity, the ability to swim develops. You see? Um, it is, it is uh, being in the energy field of satsang, automatically grace supports this understanding in you until somehow it, you're, you again, although it's natural in you, it's almost that something has to move out of the way for your naturalness to be seen. The ignorance has to be recognized yeah, for as ignorance mm -hmm. and be wiped away. Uh, but the self cannot be coming in from something, it's always here. In a certain family, uh, someone had given a man um, uh, um, uh, a golden Buddha statue. No? And um, so anyway, the, the man, uh, this gold was a very sort of like bright yellow color. He didn't like it. So he had somebody paint a deeper gold over it. <laughs> they painted this uh, bright gold, painted a uh, another a, 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 a darker gold color over it and then varnished it in the family for many years it's there and then somehow what happened is that uh, every time they light incense on it uh, you know the, it stains the, the golden uh, Buddha and then they try to clean it and then the, the, the paint is chipping off so the, 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 the granddaughter is, is saying, bring in a new people here, touch it up, touch it up. 
you know, it's it's coming, something is scratching the Buddha, every time we clean it, it's getting soiled. So somebody came one day and said, uh, um, looked at it closely and said, Madam, you know, actually, um, actually, it's really a pure golden Buddha that's been painted gold. <laughs> so what are you talking about? No, 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 don't touch it, don't touch it, don't touch it. Look, 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 no, 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 it's funny. So he leave with me for a moment and he stayed it and he cleaned all the, all the false paint off it and the pure golden all the way through gold. We are like that. You're hundred percent pure. Painted with ego. <laughs> and then now it's to clean the ego. Don't touch it all. No, 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 don't you make that. And then we went pure. It's always been there, but not seen. Only the false paint is hiding it. The false paint look almost like Buddha too. But it's just paint. They're the one pure gold. These uh, these are naive examples. Just some story. Okay. So then we 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 finish that. Hello. So after that invitation. Uh, I can really confirm that, uh, as you said, uh, you made me see that uh, what I am and uh, what the rest of the problems are two different things. So uh, I saw uh, the myself who was having uh, the limitation as a separate character, uh, even just for a short moment, but uh, it was seen as a character. It was perceived, yeah. and the rest of uh, uh, what is left was uh, uh, I can only say uh, use the word nothing because yes. I, I cannot say anything about it. Very good. Uh, uh, so uh, even as uh, as I am speaking now, uh, character is speaking, and I am saying. So uh, this is uh, uh, I just wanted to uh, say to you that's it. Uh, <laughs> it is perfect. The character is speaking, you know, and even the speaking and saying what is happening is also appearing in that which is not speaking. Which is allowing the speaking, the speaking is blessed, you know. The consciousness is speaking on the on behalf of the absolute. Yes, uh, I can say that, 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 and that uh, this character speaking. <laughs> And behind this, uh, no one can say. He says also, I can only say, I'm nothing. You see, in 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 this kind of context, that is the highest knowledge. I am no thing. I am no thing. In life, if somebody tell you, you are nothing, <laughs> people, oh, you. <laughs> we call him nothing. <laughs> Only maybe mom here. Yeah, nothing hard again. <laughs> Not that we need reminding. Anyway. I am no thing. Is uh, 
powerfully from powerful understanding. None of this, none of this, but this play keeps happening with this body, mind, spine, mind. See, I once thought this is me. This is why I am. I even wrote autobiography about <laughs> this ghost. <laughs> is it? And uh, but now there's a space, and it can be seen also. And even what you see in here, it's going to change also. It's going to be forgotten. And uh, a new play, you'll be writing every day, a new play, a new thing in the diary of uh, this, the ghost diary. You know, this thing happened yesterday and tomorrow, I think I want to do that. All taking place in front of that, which is not happening. Now, that may sound like, oh, I don't want to be a non-happening. But that is foolishness in fact. No one understands the mystery of this. That pure awareness is uh, is complete beyond even the concept of completeness. It's not complete as an idea. That bliss, no one can imagine. That purity. Now you may say, but I don't feel the bliss at moment. Ah, don't worry. <laughs> you know, you've seen something, all this, even bliss or no bliss, I'm still what I am, whatever that is. Can you say something about yourself? There's nothing I can say about it. It's not appealing to the mind. Because the mind has aspiration for greatness. And the self is not great. It is perfect. So, this is why you're having sip by sip to uh, reacquire the taste uh, for you, for your own self. you become to understand at some point that everything that you associate with and said you are this created a limitation inside you. Unnecessarily. Because without identifying with anything at all, you see, your perception is more pure, more clear. Nothing sticks in everything you see. This is why it's such a mystery in the human kingdom. Because we use the mind, when the mind is aspiring to gain something, it cannot keep also. We want something, I want this, and I want to have a happy life, and I want to do this, and I want to go to this place. And why can't I? Please help me to get these things. But the wise one tell you, yeah. but the one who wants them doesn't exist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe it's too much for some. But when you see this, when you really see it, a great unburdening begins with you. Things just begin to fall away. You don't realize, oh my God, how could I have carried even the human being with all our faults? It's still such a great thing because we can endure so much nonsense. <laughs> life after life, walking through the sludge, eagle, proud. <laughs> so, and one day we begin to cast off some of this stuff. <laughs> and it's all worth it but only when you 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm sure your mind is happy for the break. You know about this, don't you? Yes. Uh, very nice. <laughs> As you, Shuki. This is nice. I just flipped you one part here, on page uh, 50. It says, uh, your experience of yourself is way beyond the most blissful worldly experience. Beautiful. You have just been saying also that to, to sit and bring the focus to rest on your own being is the highest bliss. Not contemplating the world and uh, planets and to bring your attention to rest upon your own beingness. Storyless, historyless. That which gives the, the sense of presence. That is the highest bliss. Actually, I have some time to look at this then. Very nice. Thank you. This is very nice. <laughs> and beautiful. I like that. Very nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Are you with your blessing? May we say something? Yeah. It's pretty good. You. You speak about Sadhana Guru Kanda. You speak about Sadhana Guru and I sang this Vidyashikesha Astiya Bhattasana Kriya. So this is a bhajan by Sant Gyanishwar and he speaks about, I'm just going to roughly translate it. He says, what can I call you, like the one with attributes or the one without attributes? With or without attributes, you're the one going can I call you as the one that's seen or the one that's unseen? Can I call you as the one that's gross or the one that's subtle? Seen or unseen? Gross or subtle, you're the one who the other one supreme self. 
प्रसादी ज्ञान देव बोले बापरकमा देवी वरू सगुण मनो की गुण रे तुझ सगुण मनो की गुण रे सगुण निर्गुण एक गोविंदु रे एक गोविंदु रे सगुण निर्गुण एक गोविंदु रे सगुण मनो की गुण रे तुझ सगुण मनो की